The 29th of August 2019. Write that date down. Get it inscribed on a ring, Brandy. Tattooed on your body because it is the day the band is back together. Richardson Brown, myself, boys, we're under one roof. Uh, he's been working on a good promo. That wasn't a bad intro, that, that one, right. huh, Mark? I'll get in there. I'm I missed right. the memo that it was pyjama day. You got your pyjamas on, so have you. I, I just thought, you know. This is a plaid shirt. Your, but your, your double denim set up. It's the, the same colour. Canadian You have gone the Canadian tuxedo. Now, that you've gone the real Canadian because it's the same colour shirt, no denim shirt, and issue pants. at all with this. Really? No issue at all. And you got no. the little uh, what are they? Little prints in there, yeah. diamonds. Guys, this is this is not a problem for me. The Canadian no, tuxedo. It, it, clearly, it's not. And a white and I'm shirt. not saying it's a problem. I think you look pretty cool. You've done the same. Mark War as well. You got the collar up. <laughs> I got the collar. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, Junior's walked in with his Canadian <laughs> suit. <laughs> Right, good stuff. Um, how was the ashes, mate? You haven't mate, been around it, for a while. It was. I've been away for about a month. It was good. It was long. It was a long trip and a lot of no, work. I only gave five days, the test matches. Well, no, but we were in London for a month. How much piss did you suck? That's lot. what people want to know out there. They don't really care about the ins and outs. They want to know how much piss you drank. Well, if you – can I go through them? I've, I've got a, a five, my five best moments. Five, yeah, that's oh, all you want. Your top five Ashes Top five Ashes, five ashes moments. moments. Now, so there for a full minutes. month. The, fit, the, the, the top one was Edge Basson. Now, Edge Basson is – they've got a stand called the Holy Stand. It is yeah. like – it's like Bay 13 on steroids but with blokes that can actually chant. Like Our ba- Bay 13 is just drunks. Yeah. These are guys that drunks, but they can at least sing They're and they clever, have some coordination. They? Very clever. Yeah. That was so our drunks aren't clever, but the English drunks are clever. Co- correct. We are just a nation of, of dumb bogans. That's what I've realised over there. Uh, so that winning that first test was magnificent because they were absolutely giving it to us the whole time because we went over there to antagonise yeah. a bit. They were giving it to us. So winning that first test was magnificent. Uh, heckling the Poms. Now, they don't take... Uh, abuse well with the Poms. They can yeah. give it out as much as they like, but we got dressed up in Mentos because they, they cheat with, yeah. with mitts on the ball. Yeah. We got dressed up as Ben Stokes in handcuffs. They didn't like that. We had people trying to... We had be- Did blokes. they understand what you were doing Do with the Mentos the thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A little okay. bit. Some they went over like, ahead of a They're couple. not like Americans, so they get sarcasm, don't they? Like- they do get sarcasm, but they just arc up. We had right. blokes honestly wanting, wanting us to bob us. Wait. So let, let me get this right. You almost got into a fight, and I imagine... You, you there. I, I reckon yep. you can go a tiny bit, not a hell of a lot. Michael Wall was there who cannot go <laughs> like even a, an inch of a yard. You've got Rambo there who's quite tall, but I don't think yeah. Rambo can fight. Doesn't have it in him. Who else was there? Uh, Hammy. Oh, well, like arms like a twig. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have gone all right in there because they were arcing up. But they would have got bashed. What they do over there, and this is where it's amazing, you can take in your own piss into the right. ground and you can they serve full strength beer. Like there is no semblance of an RSA so over I there. So I could take a mm. six pack in, in yep. a little west. Ah uh, no, you can take two you can take two bottles right. in, but you just take two magnums in. The Stellar yeah. Artois, the yeah, five point two. Yeah, the old um Don't well, say that. Very, yeah. <laughs> I like that. So you can take in a little bottle of wine and Yeah, you can take yeah. two bottles in and yeah. you can buy full strength beer there. Now right. only at the AFL, only if you're in the MCC can you do it. You can buy full bottles of wine there. Yeah. And they just serve you until like they will not stop serving. Do they get messy? Do they very, get, very yeah, messy. Right. But not in the messy that we get. Right. Australians get messy and start fighting and yeah. becoming disgusting. Right. They just so get they obviously and- don't have the fighting element. Yeah. Over no. there. Yeah. They do it at the soccer, though. They always punch on at the soccer. That's what they, they don't serve alcohol at the soccer anymore. Yeah, right. right. You can't, not at your seats. It's a gentleman's uh, game, the cricket. Yeah. Then this number two, the second best moment of the Ashes. Now, after the first, you might have seen this on social media, after the, the Edge Baston test, we actually got invited out by the Australians. They saw us in our Mentos outfits. They invited us out to go out with them and drink piss with them after the, to the Australian win. team. Yep. We were drinking with all of them. Who was the best bloke? Travis Head was just Travis absolutely Head. magnificent. Yeah. And your best on was Tim Payne's brother, Nick Payne. He <laughs> is he's a good Tassie lad. Tassie yeah, boy. you might know him. He yeah. is he was a ripper. So I have seen Tim's still, a good fella though. Tim's a great yeah. fella, but his brother was just we went out with his brother every 
every night after that for the rest of the tour. <laughs> and the number one Ashes oh, moment real for me. hanger on top yeah. stuff, isn't it? Like? No, it was no dags off they, the arse Nathan, they, they invited us. No, yeah, they they would have been pumped. After the, the night you went out with them, did, did they really want you to keep uh, going out with them though? No, well we 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 went out with Nick Payne, oh, not the not okay. the others, because they had they had yeah. to prepare for a test. They the number sec- one, I think like, they set up security on Wally just after that, <laughs> just to keep Wally away. Well, one of the nights we're leaving, we're all saying we're saying goodbye. It was yeah. got to about one o'clock. We said goodbye to each other. We're, we're leaving. Yeah. Wally was behind us the whole time, going, "Don't worry, I'm staying. I'm staying." And they just couldn't give a shit. <laughs> but my number one Ashes moment, Richo, yes. was coming home. Really? England is a miserable shithole. The oh, people really? the people are miserable. The weather's miserable. The food's miserable. It's a shithole. The food's all right, isn't it? No, you, you have food. to go to the real high-end oh, stuff. Right. You, you go to a pub, the pub food is atrocious. They do good fish and chips. You know what they do well? I didn't find any. No, there's... They, drink, like, they have haddock. Like the rissoles yeah. and stuff like that. Late at, Bangers night, and mash. late at night, you can get a good curry over there when you're on the way home. The curries mm. are good. Yeah. But do you want a curry when you're all you spilling yeah. it everywhere? No, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you're a big fan of Curry Hill in, in New York, I aren't am, you? Yeah. Part of a little suburb in Manhattan called Curry Hill. Best curries in the world. Really? Yeah. Hey, but while I was away, there was a, there was a, there was something bigger than the ashes that came out. What was that? The radio ratings. Oh yeah, this week. Yeah, this week they came out, and just I just look. Whenever they come out, I get very excited because, of course, you represent one uh, station, mm-hmm. you represent the other, and it's yep. always you guys are pretty close. You are the two well, biggest at the stations end of the day, in, in the country. I reckon the ratings. It doesn't. You can. You can get all the demographics you want. You're under 20s, you're over 40s, you're 20 to 30. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter does at it? the end of the day, it's how many people actually <laughs> listen to your station. And at the end of the day, Rich, 3RW has come out on top in every single time uh, slot. Every single slot. I'm just looking at this now in which this must have come from 3RW because it's got all the uh, the highlights of where 3RW or who the leader mm. is. It is 3RW the whole way down. There is one slot where it's not. Yeah. And it is... Admittedly, is the Friday huddle. That's <laughs> 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 the only so that's thing I care about. Because <laughs> that's what you're yeah. on. Yeah. Now, I will t- talk about the ratings for a moment because you obviously try and rate to your talk target audience, which is Triple M, clearly. I would just because we laugh. The most well, we laugh and, we have, and, we, have, everyone, and we have fun. So we're mainly under 55s. But you would be. If you break down the ratings, Matthew, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. okay to break them down, we yeah. can do that. But yeah. under 70, people 70 and under. So every person in this country, in this world that listens above to football 10. radio above 10 into 70, Triple M doubles the audience of everybody else. You go over 70, so 71 to anybody that still is having problems hearing, seeing, talking, doesn't even know their radio's on. These guys are definitely but, number one, and we accept that. Nathan, we're an ageing population. To say that over 70, they're still consumers. Oh. They're still going out and buying. Now, my, my parents are But they don't 70. even know that Matthew's on there. Yes, they do. My that, mum's 75, and yeah. she listens to that. It doesn't matter, Nathan. At the end of the day, 3RW has more no. listeners. Oh, I've heard your mum that. listens to Friday Huddle and she loves it. <laughs> she might. She might. She does like you, Nathan. Hey, so but um, speaking of in the, in the radio, there's a, it's a very impressive he's media centre. Right he's been yeah, He's been fresh. He's like good. Him. Like a good racehorse. First up, he started yeah. with a bang. I've been practicing. I was actually practicing in the car on the way up. You took your kids to the media centre. Yeah, it wasn't a good idea. I didn't know that you weren't allowed to take your kids into the media centre. Right? So I went Why to the not? footy, went to Richmond, Brisbane on the weekend, um, took Jude, Jude and Helene. Were, didn't you, have call, were you calling? Uh, no, didn't have tickets. So I thought I could just rock up because I had my media pass and my 200 club passes. So that gave us three tickets to they get let in. You in because I saw you in there. Yeah, with the kids. but I sort of. Ushered my way through, and then the red coats came from everywhere. You, oh, can't, really? take, you can't take kids in here. You can't. Take, I said, I'm just going in. I, I lied. I said, I'm just going in to do a bit of a radio interview and a triple M. Then I'll bring them out. He goes, okay. But 
I'm gonna have to come with you. I'm what? Like, uh, why? Yeah. Are we, why are we taking your kids in there in the first place? Because no, there's party pies. <laughs> well, there's, there's also party pies that you can it, it, purchase. Yeah, yeah, but there's free party pies oh, up the top. So can it, therein lies the problem I have when you go to the footy now and the over, just the over correctness of mm. everything and. Like seriously, what are your kids going to hurt walking yeah, in there? It's a it's a it's a football ground. You can take full bottles of wine into Edgbaston, yep. but you can't take your kids into the media centre. <laughs> what they centre. called it uh, at Marvel Stadium? The behavioural uh, awareness. awareness officers. Yeah. So, but I mean, the the, the bigger question is why are they cha- if, the, if if someone on Nathan Brown's salary can't afford a couple of pies for his kids, that he has to drag his kids into the media centre. Well, That's got, the bigger question. Well, but the other thing kids. is, it's a big area where you can sit down. You always get a seat. So for my kids. It's nice to sit down and have a seat. And um, would they as, behave? Would you trust them to behave themselves? Absolutely like- not. As, <laughs> as Matthew came over and said, "Jude looks like he's going to be a shit magnet today." And I said, "Yes, he is." Like father, like son. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Cornelio. I now this rapped. is your rap. I thought it was fantastic. Is there any part of you that just thinks that there is something amiss here? Everyone is saying it, but no. he was gone. He was completely no, gone. A few no, weeks no, no, no. He wasn't. That, that, that's where I reckon. We got it wrong. You, you, all of the journos, they had no idea where Stephen Canelio was going. The only person who knew was him and his manager and probably his close uh, family. Now, seriously, they, some people had him going to Hawthorne because he was mates with Jaeger O'Meara yep. and John Patton might be going to Hawthorne. He's mates with John Patton. So they try and assume things. So the media assumed he was going to Hawthorne for that reason. Then he was going to Carlton because we know Carlton has a, a large connection with the Italian community. They, they ha- always have. Uh, so he was going there because he's Italian. And, Is he you know, Italian? The, yeah, Canelio's Italian. Canelio. Oh. So I didn't people that. assumed he was going to Carlton <laughs> because of that. Seriously, the only person who knew where he was going was Stephen Canelio, and no one reported that he may be staying So there's the not Giants. one part of you think that there's something no. a little bit underhanded no, going I think no. What do you, you mean underhanded? Well, you, you have you the, you the have, AFL. You have the CEO. Oh, yes. and the AFL tipped a bit in. Yes. No, no, that didn't happen. At me and lots. They would of not other. risk that at the moment. I think. No, I don't think would so. Would Gil have his time again? No, I he's, think. He's allowed to comment. I don't he's see allowed to comment. And I I'd think, rather him comment and people bag him for not commenting on things or not coming out and having it. He's allowed to have his opinion as a CEO. I think it's really good news for the club, though, isn't it? Yep. Because, uh, you know. Kelly resigns, Cameron yeah. resigns. They're three best players. Now the other one, the big four, is Whitfield. Well, yeah. th- th- but. The AFL is surely shit, they shit the bed that we're going to have another Gold Coast on our hands. If those players leave the G- GWS, mm. we've got another Gold Coast. They but, can't let that happen. But they're, but they're not. Players are re-signing at the Giants, and that's why the club's going to be okay in the future. Whereas at the Gold Coast, massive issues. Now Jack Martin oh. wants to leave. Uh, Calamachi, their top 10 draft pick from two years ago, they've got huge issues up there. Dan Tazzy, I know we haven't got this on the run sheet, but I saw this pop up during on my travels. That the Tasmanian, they're making another... Um, claim it a license. Yeah, they'll, are you they'll, on the bill? No, I'm not. Nick Rewalt's involved. Why, in it, why haven't I got you? Don't know. Didn't get asked. Didn't get asked. <laughs> I'm a bit flat. But Tassie will have a team by 2020. Even his man on 3W, Tim Lane, is involved with it. He didn't even get a gig. <laughs> no, nah, that hurt? Because you love Tassie. No, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I, I was involved in a previous bid, so I, I didn't. Oh, they think you're the reason it didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> put, hey, put it together. For those that don't follow a side in the finals this year, what you need to you, you get your enjoyment out of footy from trade time. Yeah, it, it's it's magnificent. Trade radio exists and it just and that you can pretty much make up whatever you want on trade radio and it, some they hit some darts. What's what's going to happen? Where's Benel going? Oh, I think he'll come. I think he'll get a Benel. club. Sydney Benel. Swans, Benel. I think. Benel. Harley Benel. Benel. 
I think the Sydney Swans are keen on him, so I, I think they may give him a chance. The big, the big news overnight was Eddie, Eddie Betts. I think gone. I think he will go to the Gold Coast Suns. Mm. They'll give him a, a two or three year deal up there, and I, I think Sean Burgoyne Could might end up there stuff as well. that up anymore as well, like yeah. just the how these things get out, how they leak. I think a big. A big move would be, I think Carlton need to go after Sam Gray. I rate Sam Gray as a player. Good goal kicker. Good mm-hmm. goal kicker, and that's the one thing they don't have. That's why they're after Tom Papley, but I don't think they'll get Papley because he's, he's contracted he's contracted for, in 2023, yeah. so I don't know how they didn't nah, the Swans won't let get him that go. right. I think Bradley Hill, Hill is that I think he is the number one target now. That Cornelio's not out. Yep. Bradley Hill being the number one target. Josh Jenkins won't be at Adelaide next year, so he'll be on. Where do you think Brad Hill wants to go? He wants to come back to Victoria. So I would have right. thought maybe Hawthorne. Would he, could he go back Carlton to Hawthorne? Or St Kilda. I think St Kilda. Would he, could you have Hawthorne? Could you have a player that's left come back? Uh, yeah, yeah, of, course, course, do, of course. I the think other, St Kilda are the team for The me. other one I reckon Melbourne need to be aggressive in this trade period because they could go after Bradley Hill as well. They've got apparently Langdon, who's a very good player yep. from the Fremantle Dockers. But I would be – and look, I don't think it comes back to bite them because I think he's always he's, he's already a really good player and he always will be. It's a risk, but I'd be throwing up Clayton Oliver. He's got Ooh. really good currency at the moment to get something amazing in, or possibly even Gee, that's Brayshaw. A big call. Yeah, but I think you can cover Clayton Oliver. He's a really good player, but right. I think I think you can cover him. I got the feeling it towards the end of this year there was a disconnect with Brayshaw and Melbourne. His brothers mm. at Frio. Yep. Maybe they could work something out. I don't think he'll be there. Out. Yeah. What happens to Melbourne? Are they having a? They need a complete clean out. I don't think they played in the prelim last year. I don't think they bounce back as as quickly as what everyone thinks. I think they'll be a lot better next year. But do they go back into the finals? I'm not so sure. I'm worried about their forward line. They need to get Tom McDonald up and going mm. again. And Wiedemann has to stand up. If if those two can't produce next year, I, I think Wiedemann goes think down. But he's not finals. a forward. He's not mm. strong enough to be a forward. Mm. I think he needs to go back. And they got Lever and Stephen May. So I think they're set up down back. Mm. What they Did, need they is big forwards. They don't automatically come straight back into the eight, though. No, no. not no. I, I, they should be going after Josh Jenkins because he's a player that mm. can kick goals and he's a big body, but yeah. they certainly need a star forward. Yeah. Hey, we're in the heart of award season, like they do at the Entertainment Awards, the AFL Awards. Marcus Bontempelli won the Coach's Award uh, last year. Was it the Coach's Award? The MVP? Yep. Yeah. Who wins? Does he win the Brownlow? It'll go close. Closest Brownlow in many years. Um, Dangerfield will come home like a steam train and get a lot of votes late. Mm. Tim Kelly probably leads at halfway, drop right off. Nat Fife. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's one or two votes in it right up till the end. It's going to be very close. Hard one to pick, Matt. I'd love Bonson Pelly to win, but I think Dunkley and, and McRae take votes off him. Uh, Danger will come home, as you said. Nat Fife will be right there. I think it'll be the closest count for a long time. Lockie Neal's got to get votes. Has to. I'd love to see Brody Grundy win it. He's had a phenomenal year, but will a Ruckman win it? I'm not so sure. $2.75 is your favourite for Patrick Dangerfield. Locking Neil, $4.50. Now, how's this for a one punter? He put a multi on. Have you seen this? He put yeah. a multi on for Jeremy Cameron to win the Coleman and Lockie Neal to win the Brownlow, paying, I think he's going to have a collect of 50 grand. I'll tell you what, he's he a good chance. Up. Lockie Neal. No, it's a bigger collect than that. Three, I think, 350 grand, yeah, actually. I think his cash out figure right now is about 10. Although I didn't oh, think Lockie Neal would, would you cash out? Lockie yeah, Neal was Lockie best Neal's on. not going to win the Brownlow. Well, he might. He would, he would have got three in that last game against Richmond. You reckon? Well, I think the umpires probably look at the stats. This yeah. is what happens with, with players that get publicity early. I've said it every single year. He'll get votes. But players that get publicity he had a early. six weeks leading into yeah. that last week, though. He'll be right up there. Ah, now, when I was overseas, this is the segment. 
and the insight into Richo that I missed the most. Burning question time. We have conquered some of the hardest questions that society ever needs to answer this year, Richo. We're getting to the tail end. What have we got this week? Well, you're probably looking at me going, is he going to ask whether the Canadian tuxedos? <laughs> It'd be a resounding yes. No. It's a yes to me. But anyway, uh, Rich, this might interest you because yep. you love your golf, don't I you? I do, especially yeah. now that I'm a retired footballer. Yeah. I'm really getting into my golf. Well, I was uh, down in Tasmania on Tuesday. got invited to a golf day down there for the uh, Tasmanian. You get the golf day, just not yeah. the uh, licence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Tasmanian Hoteliers Association. I went Ooh. down with the boys from Lyon. And uh, it was a good day. Now, it was your typical uh, golf day format, the Ambrose format. You're aware of that, Nate, what the Ambrose format is? No, four ball, bit of ball. Yeah, four balls. So you play the best ball, you all hit off, you take the best ball. Don't fucking say no, mate. All right. Well, well, no, just, well just I, from your I don't golf play thing. a lot of golf, but I know a lot about most things. Okay, don't need to swear, He's mate, got, seriously. He gets real marky. You've got to have three drives each, okay? We all aware of that. So you've got four players. Every player must have three drives. Yep. Pretty simple rules. You chuck your handicaps in at the start. Now, I was playing with a couple of guys I know from line and a gentleman I'd never met before. And your handicap is? I would be off 27. Okay. But yeah. I don't have an official handicap. So if you don't have an official handicap, you go off 18. So two of us, were, rough. Two of us were off 18. One was off 27. And the gentleman I didn't know, I know that he's off the early 20s, right? because one of the other gentlemen told me before we got there. So yep. we're filling out the card, and this is where alarm bells started going off for me. <laughs> we're filling out the card. I was off 18. The other guy, Johnny, was off 18. One off 27, and this particular gentleman put himself down for 21 when he's off 27. So straight oh. away, I yeah. thought he's broken. Well, he's already broken it one rule. Help him though, no, does it? it doesn't at all. Yeah, well, it's, it's so you can puff your chest out a little bit. He's lied. He's lied. So already. that worried me for but a start. But it hurts you later on when you're I counting up. Well, the... but it just showed me the the mental sort yeah, of yeah. capacity yeah. of what this guy was thinking. Alarm bells. So after about five holes, this particular gentleman hadn't had a drive. Okay, hadn't ticked oh. off a drive yet. You need three, don't you? You need three, and I could see he was getting antsy about it. So. We've all teed off. We're all off on the right-hand side of the fairway. He's off way left, okay, off the tee, way left. I saw him going into the bushes. Anyway, we're all looking for our balls, and I just kept an eye on him. I saw him find his ball. I he saw loves him. his shit. He, does, he doesn't <laughs> trust people, right? And he, I can just imagine him now looking over. I know exactly how he would have done it. I see him find his ball in some long rough, and I see him throw it 20 metres <laughs> with his hand. Out onto the edge of the fairway. Oh, now, we all get our balls. Just out of the rough. Yeah. The other guys didn't see this, so I thought this is going to be interesting. So we went over and we said, oh, have you found your ball? You, you were way left there. He said, no, no, there it is there. I must need a tree. Just sitting right on the edge of the fairway. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, we're going to take yours. And he said, yeah, we'll take mine. That'll give me one of my drives. So, like, oh. so he's cheated there twice. This is twice <laughs> yeah. that he's cheated, right? We get, uh, we get to about the 13th hole and I reckon I'd had my three. Yep. The other guy had had three. This, the gentleman that I'm talking about, he'd had his three. The cheat. Yeah. So we'd all ticked it off, but it was the, the other dude couldn't get one, right? Oh, no. The final guy couldn't get one. So I looked at the scorecard, which our man had been looking after. Oh, no. I look at it and I look at who he's ticked off. He's already given this guy three <laughs> tries. So he has basically just cheated the whole day. Now, I'm asking you, Rich, as a golfer, the burning question is, is it acceptable in these sort of charity golf days to cheat? Absolutely unacceptable. doesn't matter what. If you're having a social round, a serious round, 
Golf is because it is so easy to cheat. Yeah. Like it, it's not like a, it is so easy to cheat. Anyone can do it. Those that do it yeah. should be banned from a course. I, if I had a mate that cheated, I wouldn't yeah. play golf with him so ever he's, again. So he's ever cheated. Again. He's cheated on the card by putting down the wrong drives. Yeah. He's put the wrong handicap down. Two strikes, and he's used the yeah, hand he's wedge. Gone. Three he's, strikes. I'm a bit around. different. Uh, I got a bit of a different theory. <laughs> Grew up different back in Bendigo, and my man. Old man Greg Brown, as you know, uh, you know him very well. He drummed into me from a very early age. He goes, there's nothing wrong with doing anything, son. He goes, as long as you don't get caught. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what what I grew up with. That's why you're throwing VBs. If I just played with you, I'd be happy to throw the ball out because we know each other. But when you're playing with people you don't know, you need to be careful. They they always say a good scorer will always beat a good golfer. It just reminds me of it. No Capital Golf Club, the Crown Golf. If you're very, it's lucky. Have you played? It's hard to get on there. Got on a couple of times. A mate of mine um, runs the joint down there. But I played with Brendan Gale and myself one day against Wayne Campbell and Ashley Prescott, some Richmond teammates, okay? And it was 2v2, okay? Playing the best ball, 2v2. Myself and Brendan have gone 20 metres into thick bushes and tea tree. We are in there. We find the ball, and we have got no way of hitting this ball out. So the the CEO of the Richmond Football Club, Brendan Gale, has thrown the ball out. (laughs) It's landed on the green. We got within a metre of the hole. We've putted out for a birdie. And we never told Wayne and Ashley. <laughs> oh, we've got a very special guest in for this segment because coming up on Friday, there's the annual EJ Witten's game, Witten game, and there is three of us in this room that are playing. Nathan mm-hmm. Brown, you're not, but Richo, you are. You're yeah, I'm, are you captain of the side? No, no, no. I'm playing for Just the playing. All-Stars. So we should whip I'm playing. The- I'm playing for the All-Stars. And Wally, you're playing the Vicks. Big Hammer. <laughs> all in. We should rip through the rest of the teams then, I reckon. Yep. All right, here is the Vic team. Kuda Feedies, Dixon, Brad Johnson, Brendan Favola, Brent Harvey, Cameron Ling, Campbell Brown, Daniel Harford, Jared Waite, Jimmy Bartell, Josh Gibson, Matty Boyd, Nathan Lovett, Murray, Robert Murphy, Ryan Crowley, Stephen the Tip Rat Milne, Travis Cloak, and a couple of ring-ins, Jason Richardson from Racing Fame, and Steve Price from Radio. There you go. Right, Wally. Yeah, hang on, boys. I just just uh, let, me, let me get through In the all Stars team. So that's the Vicks. This is the All Stars uh, coached by the great Wayne Carey, Dermot Brereton coaching the Vicks. So the All Stars Andrew Jarman, Alan Didak, Andrew McLeod, Andrew Cracker, Anthony Lehman is having a game, the comedian, Brad Green, uh, Byron Cook. The uh, the radio host, Byron oh, Cook, the oh. radio host. Daniel Kerr's coming yeah. over from Perth. Gavin Wanganeen, what a superstar. Glenn Jakovic is playing. Yaka. Jason Ackermanis, Justin Kazitsky, Neon Leon Davis oh, yes. is playing. <laughs> the big Roo, the big Roo, Mark Rusciuto is coming over. I'm having a kick. Yep, and yep. Uh, Scotty Cummings is the uh, last man in that Your team. Your team's been mercurial. I've got to say, that, that is, is a, a lot team. of X is factor is in that team. I reckon we've got you on fitness apart from myself. One funny what? story about... Mark Rusciuto. Yeah. Uh, we were in a, we were trying to get him in a nightclub in Sydney. We we're up there with the uh, the Bulldogs boys. So there was Das, me, your best mate Ben Harrison, yeah. and we couldn't get in. And all of a sudden, Mark Rusciuto came out of nowhere. Um, and all of a sudden, we're standing there at the door. I'm not even sure you might have been there, but yeah. Mark Rusciuto then just walked up to the front, spoke to the bouncers, and we got in. So we went in there and we're standing at the bar. And I think Wayne Campbell says, "Rue, uh, how did you get us in?" He goes, "Money talks, bullshit walks." <laughs> He'd, that he'd, was Mark Rusciuto. Yeah, no, no. He'd, he'd given the bouncers a couple of pineapples. Yeah. Always works. Um, now, boys, we had a selection meeting last night. I was involved in with Wayne Carey and Dermot Brereton. And unfortunately Don't. for no, you. No no, 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 no. boys. Unfortunately for both of you, you're not playing. 
Uh, Did on. you really think you were going to get a game in the EJB? No, 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 no. no. He, went Channel, he went on Channel 7 and you said we were playing. He went on Channel 7 and said we were playing on air. I was literally sitting there. Well, you're not oh, playing. You, oh, oh, we can, what do you mean we're not playing? You're not playing, and I'll give you the reasons you're out. why. You're out. Rich, unfortunately for you, Wayne <laughs> Carey received a little video from one of your colleagues at the Canterbury Football Club. Cobbies, yeah. It was a game that you played v Aquinas if, earlier this oh, year. Oh, no. Now you had just had your, you had just had your bicep and your shoulder uh, inked up. You had the glad yeah. wrap on it. You kicked a good goal. Yeah, well, which, you a played in glad wrap, did you? Why? Because I, I didn't want to get an infection roundy. So you kicked a good goal. You still had the glad wrap on your tattoo, which you then proceeded to rip off, flex your bicep, and look at the crowd. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, so I'm not in for that. Duck won't have that carry on. That's so bad. That's you're a bit out. Rich coming from the duck. No, 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 no. I've, I've done. There's no way there's vision of any of the footy I've played in the last few years. No, but there's something else. That, you haven't played any. Dermot, <laughs> that's my point. I can't. Dermot, this is BS. Dermot's me. concerned about one thing with you. Sorry, Wally. You've been in England for four weeks. You've been drinking pints for four weeks. You haven't put the work in, mate. And you get pissed quicker than any man I know. <laughs> he always brings that up. Knows him round. Dermot like, doesn't think you're going to see the game out. So, so we're not in after all that. Is unfortunately, this do you know how many people I've told that I'm playing? You're out, boys. Why would why would you guys actually do this? I reckon they knew from the start. You can come down and you maybe you cut some oranges playing? or something. It's got a legends game. Yeah, uh, look, I, I did think that, but then I, Steve I got excited. Price is I've got to have him covered for fitness. He's a, sure. big, he's a bigger name than you, too. Oh, this yeah. is, I am as flat as a tacky. Cut some oranges up, Hummer. That'll do you. So hang on, jokes aside. Give like, Rachel a rub down. Can we still come? Can you still can come go? along. You can come and watch. Mm. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the rest of them. Yeah, water boy. <laughs> Buy your tickets. Oh, no. You guys actually serious, too. We're not You're not playing, yep. Wally. All right, segment's over. Piss off. <sighs> oh, I'm glad I came yeah. in today. That's it. Run, run, run the rest of the show. You should have done the work, Wally. Simple. Never done the work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, mate. See you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, I was very happy to see that the stat game survived while Did I was away. Yeah. Lord, and with Lordo as it well. Good one. It was a good one. Lordo was good at it, wasn't he, the stat was. So we are in award season, as we said. So this is going to be a Brownlow-themed Ooh. stat game. Oh. Okay? And you, you both are going to feature. How many three-vote games... Did Nathan Brown have in his career how many three-vote games? Well, can I go first? Because yeah. if you go first, I'll probably get a good indication. I'll say that Nathan had 15. 15 three-vote games. 10? The answer is eight. <sighs> Which I, I felt that was quite low, mm. to be honest. <laughs> Got a lot of twos. <laughs> Got a lot of twos, hon. Well, you okay. got that right, though. Now, mm. how many AFL games did you play? 219. Nathan Brown played 219 games. How many games did Nathan poll in? How many games did Nathan poll so in? One, eight, two, or three? Best on grounds. I'll say he polled in 25 games. Out of 230? 31. Mm. Wow, Brownie. Again, I, I thought that was quite low. 2 nil. Okay, how many total votes did Richo poll? All up, how many Brownlow votes did you poll in total? 150. 155. 140. Mm. I'll get a tick there then. Oh, I don't know. Now, this is a non-Richo non, um, or Brownie one. Nat Fife. How many votes per game has Nat Fife averaged to the decimal point? Uh, okay, I'll say point eight. 
a game. Oh, that is high. Oh, it might not be high. I don't know. <laughs> I'll say point four then. <laughs> well, you've just given it away. Point nine nine. They, oh. Yes. So Brownie, um, two all, two, two all. all. Tiebreaker. I don't have a tiebreaker. All right. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought Jeez. I had five. Let me get one more. Did get you really more. come in with an even number question? <laughs> I thought I had five. I really did. I don't know why there's only four on there. But one, two. Yeah, That's I only came with four. Oh well, it's all right. We had two. Move on. Let's get straight into <laughs> the trumpet award. Okay, three, two, one. Best on, worst on. I hope you've been taking some notes while we've been away, and you have that updated leaderboard. But. I'll go first with the best ons. One vote, Alistair Clarkson, masterful performance over there. Just took the game away from West Coast, took away all their strengths and just showed up their weaknesses. Paddy Dangerfield's game for two votes was extraordinary down in the category. Four goals, 30 disposals. Only three players have done that this year and Jeremy Cameron for nine goals and winning the Coleman. Yes, okay. I gave one vote to Bailey Dale, and this is a little bit more for his body of work over six weeks, but he kicked five goals again on the weekend. He has come from nowhere. He's mm. kicked 21 goals. in two's not long ago. Yeah, 21 goals in six games since he came back in, Nathan. He's uh, been unbelievable. One of the reasons the dogs have turned it around. I gave two to Dylan Grimes, who just blanketed Charlie Cameron. I know he kicked two goals. The one at the end uh, was just an absolute gift and a bit of uh, a bit of an easy one that Grimes, he wasn't on him at the time, but before that, he completely shut him down and he's a match winner. So I gave two to Grimes and I gave three to Clarko. Uh, you go to Perth, West Coast have to win to finish top four, double chance. Hawthorne, a phenomenal uh, club and Clarko has just masterminded that win beautifully over there and he's the genius. Uh, for the worst ons, I gave one vote to Adelaide and the whole Eddie Betts thing, I think. How that gets out and how there's rumours going around and twirling around and it looks like he might be on the move is beyond me when everything has been getting out of that footy club. I reckon that's pretty poor for a champion. Uh, so yeah. I reckon they've let Eddie Betts down. Two votes to Jeremy McGovern. He's the best All-Australian. He's the best backman. He does it all. But unfortunately, he had zero influence in a game where they missed the top four. And well, three, played him well, though, didn't they? Yep. And three votes to, I think. don't think Tom Barras is ever going to want to watch the replay of that game again. He's had two bad months in a row, Tom Brass. I gave him one vote. He's uh, He's got the fumbles at the moment. He's dropping marks. He's got to uh, sort that out against Essendon next Thursday night. Gave two to Marcus Adams for his first quarter on Jack Rewild. He just just had no touch on him at all. And that basically was the difference in the game. Yeah. The Brisbane were in it after that. Uh, and I gave three to the Adelaide Crows for their last couple of rounds and for just everything that's happening over there it's at the moment. It's just horrible. Even their director, Mark Rusciuto, got in strife. They all want out. Yeah. It's, all their players want out. They all want to leave. Except Tex. Tex is about the only one that said, I want to stay. Something's not right over there, so that'll lay crows. Three votes. Hey, do we want a uh, tiebreaker? Yeah, we do. Okay, now it's a little bit different because this is a name. Okay. Who has the highest, who averages the most, or who has averaged the most Brownlow votes ever in per game? I will say. And I'll give you a clue. This person has won... No, don't give us a clue. Okay. Don't give us a clue. I'm going to oh, say... You go first. Robert then. Harvey. I will say Gary Dempsey. Uh, okay. None of you are right. <laughs> Can we keep going then? Yep. Keep going. You go then now. This Short is fun. Turn. Bob Skilton? No. Not there either. He's Chris, close. He's 10 off. Chris Judd? Uh, no. Getting a little bit closer though. First to get it, this would be fun. This guy played it years no, no. ago. Yeah. Okay. Hayden Button? Hand button is correct. Well done, Nathan. So Brownie wins again. Just before we get to the movie line, Nathan Brown, 
It's our time to pick the mind of our good All mate, right, Richo. I've got yeah. a couple this week as well. well. I've got six. Okay, well, you do two to your my one because I've got three. Do you get paid to be an All-Australian selector? No. Ooh, good do question. Do you and Joffa catch up over Nuffy stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, you have gone full-blown Twitter Nuffy. No, nah, no, nah, Kane Corns got me last week. <laughs> I couldn't have it. It wasn't the question. I said, do you and Joffa catch up? And you haven't answered it. No, we don't. Okay. Hey, do you think you're a, you're a better media operator because you're working on grand final day and Brownie's not? Uh, no. No, I think it's just where the uh, where the cards have fallen there. Is there a better contested mark than you in the game right now? Oh. Aaron Norton's pretty good. He's He is phenomenal for his age. 19 years of age, most contested marks in the competition. Can West Coast win the grand final? Yeah, I think they still can. Yep. If I have a podcast barbecue at my house over the summer, we, it'll be a while before we haven't caught up. Will you come? Yes, I will. Yeah. Just on uh, West Coast, there's only one team that's no chance of winning the premiership, and that's Essendon. Yep. They can't win it. Would you trade Ooh. Tex Walker? No. I would how, keep him. How much is a ballpark figure would you earn from cashies in grand final week? Don't do cashies. How much legitimate? The, the ATO don't look kindly upon cashies, but don't I know they? of one certain person, and it's not you, it's a player who is from Collingwood originally, has been associated with our brand, but he did over 100 grand one year. In cashies? 20? Mm. In grand final well, I, I didn't say that. Why does cashy? so is it it's still a cashy if you get paid uh, legitimately? No, no, a cashy is when you would you get actually handed an envelope with cash in it. I thought cash was just something you did and for cash. clearly that money is hasn't been taxed and oh, so the government don't like that. They so. do not like so, that. And none of us so no, you got to do it. You need to put an invoice in, Rich. Okay. <laughs> Richo's tax tips. You got any no. more? That's it. All right, straight to the movie line and then we're done for bye weekend. All right. The movie line this week, I uh, took notice that Ross Lyon was moved on by the Fremantle Footy Club, which was yeah. a bit of a surprise and happened quite quickly. He wasn't overly liked by the media over there. So I was watching Scarface the other day and Tony oh, Montana. Oh, so the here's movies. the Scarface clip. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. So he's in the restaurant. Oh, this so is big. I've basically put big. Ross Lyon in the restaurant and he is talking to the media. All right? He wasn't in the good nick in the restaurant, was <laughs> no, he? No, he wasn't. <laughs> and what are you looking at? You're all a bunch of assholes. You know why? <laughs> you don't have the guts to be who you want to be. You people need people like me so you can point your fingers and say, that's the bad guy. <laughs> you work in rumour and innuendo. My players don't like me. My assistants don't like me. You people know how to hide, how to lie. Me, I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell the truth, even when I lie. I took this club from nothing to a grand final in 2014 and what thanks do I get? Players that choke in front of goal. Where's the accent? Um, do you know what a yip is? It's a kick that don't fly straight. <laughs> so say goodnight to the bad guy. So last time you're going to see a bad guy. Yeah, bad guy like me. 